Spanish for me. 122. The number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Love. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up. Yo, what's up? It's that time again, Tuesday Yo. night, 8 p.m. It's the West Coast Pop Log Podcast coming to you. Live at 803 from Pigs Studios. <laughs> why you gotta throw why, why you gotta throw shade on the 803, Johnny? We just got started. You already want to start fumbling. Why you why, why, why are you trying to get Steve mad? No, let me let me it's, say it's it's episode 122. Oh, there we go. Woo! If you guys go on the Instagrams or whatever, you see it on there, it's all fucked up. So just <laughs> hey, just go with it. <laughs> just make sure to watch it. Fuck the yeah, number. Right. Just watch yeah. it. That's right. You don't need to know what number it is. Just watch it. And uh, House of Chingasos, thank do. you for the uh, awesome Ooh. gear. You got to yeah. go out there. West Coast Pop Block Podcast Whoever is does the their code. social media is on point, too. They put up some good shit on there. And I'm not going to lie. I always forget to do it. I don't know if it's because I get that contact high in here. But now that Oscar's in here, I was like, I better yeah. hit that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I hit that shit. But no, they have some dope ass shit. And I seen them. Um, there was this white guy that they do this one social media. And he's like, oh, they sent me fucking gringo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gringo that, shirt. Right. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. that's fucking dope, bro. I'm reaching out. No color lines, bro. Yeah. No color lines. But yeah, it is the House of Chingasos. Go there and you can get, uh, how much do you get percentage off? Uh, you're gonna get fifteen percent off you. just by uh, entering West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. There you go, bro. Damn. They got some dope shit. Fifteen percent—that's pretty legit. That's more 15, than most. Dude. Fifteen is—that's pretty legit. Yeah, I mean, they, they save some money. They bring some money back to the podcast. Everybody's yeah. fucking happy. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, for they're sure, paying for, sure. for your tax, guys. That's almost tax free. That's, true. that's exactly. Isn't tax, plus some. Well, t- plus yeah, a little. Plus some, yeah, plus yeah. a little bit. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Yes, we have a special guest today. I'd like you to, you to introduce him since you're here. Might as well. Well, what's up, everybody? Um, very, very uh, fucking excited to introduce or to uh, to have here on the show with West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Not only one of the artists on My Grito, but also one of my carnales, one of my homeboys that I've known for fucking years, Mr. Harless Sweetwater. Harless, what's up? What's up? Welcome, sir. Thanks welcome. Welcome. Thank welcome. Thank you. So how long have you guys known each other for? Uh, we probably known each other for uh, fuck a good minute, maybe uh, around ten years or so. Ten years? Oh, that's yeah. good. That's yeah, I'm excited to know. I'm excited to find out you play music. I thought I was just Oscar's homie. I see it <laughs> <laughs> all over my social, right? <laughs> just whatever we go, whatever I see you out too. Harlis around, yeah. you know. Yeah. You got to see me eat shit at Border X, you know. You're there helping support me, looking me right in the eyes, helping me out. It was like I appreciate it. I don't, for, I don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> Now, how long have you been playing music? Uh, man, I've been playing music since I was little, real little. Like, mm-hmm. I think I started playing like around nine, eight or nine years old, eight or nine. Yeah, started playing guitar, singing, and you know, me and the neighbors getting together. We made our own band, stuff like that, man. But I've always been into music, mm-hmm. and I just come to like realize in thinking, thinking it through, that. Uh, I I feel this may be weird, but I feel like I brought music with me when I came into this world. Sure, oh, like nice. it, you know what I'm saying. Like it was just there. Like I had two arms and two legs, and 
you know, ahead. Absolutely. And I, it was just there. It wasn't, you know, somebody asked me the other day was, so what was your like light switch moment where you're like, oh, I love music. It's like, dude, it was just always there. And it, it was always in my house. It was always in the car. So it just was there. That's like a multiple, multiple life philosophy. Cause they say you don't learn anything you remember. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. you know, when I really get down and think about it, I'm like, man, I think I just it just came with me. I was already in my DNA, and it's hopefully Hell take yeah. it with me when I go too. You know? Yeah. So that's that's kind of how that how I feel about that. You know. So you're like a reborn. This is your second life as a musician, at least. Yeah, you know I mean, you maybe third. You're born. You bring yeah, things maybe with you. Two or three, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> now. Who are some of your influences? Because I hear like some of that rock. I hear some blues. I hear some like a little bit of everything. Some like you know traditional rock. Uh, mm -hmm. Who are some of your major influences? You know what, man? It's like I'm just at this place where like um, it's like these uh, kind of like uh, it could be kind of annoying, I think, to some people because it's more of like an expansive like realization. You know what I mean? It's like I love everything. Mm -hmm. I love. I just love music. Like I said, I, I feel like I brought it with me. It carried it with me when I came into this world. So there was no music that, there's really none that I don't like except for like pop country. Because I like the old school shit, mm -hmm. you know. So um, I'm influenced by all kinds of, you know, anything I I hear kind of comes in and, and f finds its way into what I'm doing, whether it's maybe like punk with a more of a aggression in my playing or my singing or, Boom! I, you know, I used to think to myself, man, when it, when it, when I get hyped up for a show, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack this show, like like Kobe like Kobe would sure. on the court. That's how that's what I want to give to this show, and I would come to the show with that energy. Don't stop, you know, boom boom boom. So it goes beyond music, you know. Uh, I get inspired by landscapes. I'm like, wow, this is cool, man. I'm gonna write a song about this, or this has gives me a vibe. You know, when we were coming back on tour, back into, uh, you know, driving through Esperia and, and, and all this, uh, those places out there, or the sun coming down off those, coming down to the mountains and stuff. I'm like, this is cool, man. I'm going to write a song that, that makes me feel like this. Mm -hmm. So it's not just music. It's just kind of everything. But um, a lot of people now, they want, they want, uh, you have to put things in boxes, you know. Sure. I'm trying to break out of that. Um, just for myself, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm listening to like like N.W.A. one moment, then Hank Williams, and then Little Richard, and then you know the Descendants and Gutter Mouth, and then I just switch over to like some Jodeci and like you know shit, you <laughs> know, it's, all, it, it, it's all cool. Yeah, it's all cool. So I I think it all kind of finds me. Is breaking out of a box does it hinder? You, yes. your, your career, right? Because you're trying yes. to do a little bit of everything, and the people that like this want this every time, sure. the same thing. Yeah. And I was wondering if that if that sort of like hinders from becoming even more successful. And like, what do you choose? Do you choose what you want to do, or that success that keep, keeps you going and, and grow? You know, to go in that way. Yeah. Because you're musically, you are who you are, and I think you you know you like you said you were born with this already. Yeah. But then you look at it like maybe. Maybe financially or maybe as a career, sometimes, you know, we, we want to choose what's going to make it for us. But, yeah, you're saying that you're trying to break out of the box. And I'm just wondering, is that does that hinder yes. that growth of uh, career-wise? Uh, yes, it does. And uh, 
this is this is where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. This is where where I'm at with music and doing what I want to do right now, and I'm building on that. I'm, that's what I'm building off of because I was in the blues game for years. I started touring with with blues acts. I started getting on blues festivals. Everything was geared towards blues. That's where the money was. Mm-hmm. That's where the audiences were. They liked what I was doing, and I did that for years. Uh, we toured across the country, uh, but then I just got just man. I hit this this like weird wall in my in myself, you know. And I was like, man. I think we played a show in Arizona one time and somebody complained. They were like, oh, you guys are kind of more rock. It was just that night I was feeling like more aggressive, you know? Sure. And uh, like I said, that shit comes out and and it just really kind of fucking bugged me. I was like, yeah, well, music's music. Who cares? Yeah. Did you like it? Was it good? Did it sound good? But that community of blues... Um, they're saw a lot of them are very like sticklers like you got to sound yeah. like the old sure. shit tradition and boom 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 and i'm not about that because i don't think that is a good way to keep the music uh growing and expanding you have to you have to uh change it up do it your way yeah so um i just hit this like really bad spot and i'm like fuck this shit man i'm gonna do what i want to do and I'm going to do it my way. And that's, the, you know, if I want to write a little song that has a reggae vibe, I'm going to do it. Yeah. If I'm going to write a song with a little country vibe, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to do whatever I want. But that being said, that's in starting over like that. People all, they want to know, well, what, what kind of music do you play? Mm-hmm. Who, who do you sound like? Sure. You know, boom, boom, boom. And it's like, dude, I'm not about that right now, you know. My in my mind, I said, I'm gonna. My motto is gonna be Musica sin fronteras, no borders. I'm gonna do whatever I want, play whatever I want, sing whatever I want, right? No borders, just boom. And so, uh, that's where I'm at right now. So, I'm just uh, trying to build off of that. And people have done that, like Queen played all kinds of fucking music yeah the clash played all kinds of fucking music like there's not the hank three plays two completely separate fucking shows <laughs> yeah. you know like that's the best you can go and watch a country show then wait 15 minutes and watch a gnarly sludge metal show like it's people are allowed to have you know multiple interests like want to make you're like, an artist music exactly you're an artist you want to make music like you're not gonna paint the same flower every time like, yeah. i've always been in when it comes to music and bands and stuff i've always been if i support this band then i support whatever it is, journey that it is you're going on like yeah. maybe it's not my favorite maybe i've had you know but i'm never gonna be like man fuck them Fuck them for playing what makes them happy. Like, nah, 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 nah. Like, yeah. You know, like, play yeah. what makes you happy. Like, that's what, like, play what makes you happy, and hopefully I'll enjoy it. But. Yeah. Yeah, this, like you like you just said, you know, paint, just play, paint the same flower over and over. And so when I started, you know, kind of came into this, I released, um, like, three or four songs, and I called it Music uh, in Color. Because, to your point, I was like, dude, why am I painting with one color? Why am I just painting, you know, who wants to do that? Who wants to look at that all day? So I started experimenting and diving into a bunch of different things for my music. And um, that's what kind of kicked off this whole whole thing. So, And people don't understand, like, let's say you do something crazy. Let's say you did a reggae song and someone that likes reggae goes and starts digging. 
and sees all the influences that you had and the other stuff you've done. And then they start finding new stuff for themselves as well. You know what I mean? It opens your door. It opens your eyes. I got a good friend named Chuck that always used to do that. He wouldn't just listen to the band. He would always go and figure out who were they listening to? Where did they get their influences? That's and it, uh, called seek the roots, not the fruits. Yeah. Is that is what that's called? Like that's how you go. You go backwards. You don't look at what the tree made. You look at how the tree got made. Yeah. Right. And then you find stuff and you're like, oh shit, I don't know. They you know listen to this or listen to that, and that's where they got you know that flavor from or what have you. And it and it helps you grow musically as well. Absolutely. Instead of just the same old shit you play every fucking day in your car, and now you're like. Mixing it up, and, and that's and that's the great thing about music, man. Like you said, I, I'm with you. I like to listen to a little bit of everything, from rancheras to to fucking hip hop to punk rock, and country, and, and like you, the old school shit, the newer shit. Uh, you know, there's there's a place for it. You yeah. know, but uh, but yeah, man. But that's not just new country, cause Chris Stapleton is the shit. No, no, no. I, but I mean, like, like he said, like the pop country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm just like, not just new no, no, country. no, no. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Pop country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, when you start listening to music, uh, without any kind of you know, uh, biases, and you start really, and and when you do like a lot of different kinds of music you can see where shit's coming from. You see where they got this. Oh, I've heard this before on this album. Oh, I could see there's a, there's a common thread through all music. Yeah, It's all linked together, and people want to chop it up and separate it. Oh, you're this, oh, you're that, or I like this, I like that. And it's, uh, there's, you know, there's just as much in common with, like, you know, hip-hop and, uh, you know, Appalachian, you know, sure. mountain music. As there is, you know, with uh, with like tune shows and uh, you know whatever, you know, what I'm I saying it's all, it's all connected. Man. Like my, just like us, we're all connected. Music's all connected. My musical journey went when I first started listening to my own. My dad always listened to music with headphones, so I got no. He was listening to headphones. I knew album covers. You know what I mean? And later on, I was like, oh, that's what that was. That's what that was. But so all through like junior high and high school, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. That's all. I didn't even. I wasn't even open to anything else. And then I started working at the tattoo shop and all these dudes were listening to punk rock all the time. Like that's what they listened to. So that was my introduction. And after listening to that, I was like, you guys know they're all talking about the exact same shit. You know, I was like, these are I was like, these songs and, and outlaw country music too. I was like, these songs are all about the exact same stuff. And you want it to be different and it's not different. Like it's yeah. exactly the same, you know? Like, yeah. So absolutely I, right. It's like a good movie. There's that. There's that formula. Right, there's yeah, that formula, right. and everyone's doing it. And to do it right, that's that's the key. There's things you need. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, music is great, man. And and, and you know, to have a guy like you that that is exploring and pushing, that's where you create these new genres. When someone pushes and and, and sure. creates, and and sure. that's how all, we get new stuff. All new genres originally were just called bastardized versions <laughs> yeah. of whatever the old genre was, you know. And it's like ah, even rock and roll. It's like oh, that's just fucking ridiculous. You're fucking up the blues, and now it's fucking. No, we made a no, we made a new thing. Yeah, and then punk rock was fucking up right. rock and roll, yeah, we and made then a new thing. so on and so forth. And, and nobody does, to my knowledge, you know, had done it before or does it better than Sublime. I mean, when Sublime came out, they just, that that blew my mind because they they were going from like a hip hop to a punk in the same song. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, 
to reggae, to reggae to and dub and or whatever it is. Yeah. They just played and they throwing in some oldies and shit. I was like, damn, dude, that's badass. Yeah. They and they chopped it up within one song. They're playing three different genres. Yeah. So that's pretty badass. And that's, in my opinion, that's the way it should be. Just play whatever the fuck sure. you want. Sure. And that's the kind of album, their their first album. That's the kind of album that you can play now, and it's still relevant as hell. Well, because the world yeah. caught up to what they were already doing. It does, It's like Pulp Fiction. Like if you watch Pulp Fiction now, it doesn't seem like groundbreaking. And it's right. because so many people have stolen from it yeah. that you don't realize, no, no, this was the first one to fucking do it. And now it's to say, we listen to Sublime now, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, they're this cool. It's like, no, fuck you. They, they, no one else is doing this. Yeah. You know, like, but I, I even mean it like, like even like a Bob Marley. You put Bob Marley on for a youngster, they, they're grooving to oh, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it's accepted right away. Same thing with the Sublime. Same thing with like a, even like a, the Beastie Boys. You know, Paul's yeah. Boutique, all their old shit. Like, you hear that now, people are still like, oh, fuck yeah. There's these, like, bands that got it. Like you said, they got it. They weren't allowing anybody to to put them into that little box. Because even they were doing, they were doing the punk rock. They were doing the, like, crazy just instrumentals. Like, the Beastie Boys yeah. invented hipsters. Yeah, oh, for 100%. You know I mean? like, that's, like, they're, they, it's like, they moved from New York to Echo Park. Silver Lake area, like all, like before anybody was doing that shit, and set up there and wore their little pants and their two small shirts and beanies, and like they invented being fucking hipsters, yeah. you know? Like, get out of here. That's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. So, do you do anything like, because I, I hear you're speaking Spanish right now, do you get any influences from like Norteños and stuff like that, mariachi or any Latin bands? Yeah, man. I mean, like, being with being with Oscar and and our buddy Alex, you know, they turned me on to some stuff I probably would have never like heard before. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm a I, I, in my I'm like a huge Chalino fan. I, I think he's just like boom, dude. I tell my I told Alejandro I said, man, he's like the like a Mexican Johnny Cash. That's yeah. the way I see him. You know, he had that that spirit and that and that vibe that Johnny Cash was to country and rock and roll or whatever that's why i see in chalino and of Fuck course yeah. yeah so i'm yeah I'm, I'm i'm getting into that that's that all that stuff man there's yeah, a, i'm digging there, it there's a really cool good podcast i mean not as good as our podcast yeah, yeah. but there's a really good podcast <laughs> on on chalino and it goes to the whole story when he got a note threatening his life uh no it's in oh, english and spanish and he gets a note and they say, you're going to die tonight. And he kept, fuck, he did the show. Yeah. He said, fuck yeah. you, I got to do the show. Yeah. If this is my last show, I got to yeah, do it. Yeah, what do? And then I guess down? on the way, they talk about how it goes. And on the way there to some place he was going, that's where they, they got him. But uh, but yeah, you're right. He is, he is that. He has that vibe. And and that music comes from that's polka. That's such a good comparison. Yeah. <laughs> that's German polka. You yeah. know what I mean? So Absolutely. the influence is, like you said, they keep coming. And when you really think about it and look at it... And, they were influenced by you know the German polka and then you know they they just did their twist. Yeah, as I, you said. It's, it's that, I love that, Steve, because a lot of people don't know that. No, yeah, yeah. They, even beer, the Mexican lager is just a German lager. Yeah, with the suntan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when I, you see yeah. like a music or like a genre, like anything, and then something comes and it's in a bubble and it's like getting tight. And then something comes like German pole and pops that thing, and everything flows over there yeah. now, and it makes a whole fucking new thing. And it's like, I mean, you just need someone to throw that shit in there. No, one hundred percent. Like a spark plug through a windshield, man. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, see, because when I when I was growing up, 
uh, you know, there was only so much music at that time, right? When we were kids, there's only like, I'm probably older than all you guys, but there was only a certain amount of music that you could really get access to at the time. Sure. You know, and, and, and my dad is Mexican. And so, but he didn't play any of that, the stuff that you guys are, you know, playing for me now. I'm going, fuck, this is cool. I mean, I heard it. Yeah. You know, I heard it on the job sites and all these things, but, but now I'm listening, I'm paying attention. And, uh, and so now there's just, the music's everywhere. And it, these genres are crossing and, um, and who knows what's going to be coming up next, but yeah, you know, playing, playing, just playing what you want, doing what you want. Imagine if you, on your podcast, you only talked about one thing, you know, wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fine. I'd be all right. <laughs> and people do ask, they go, oh, what is your podcast about? I go, listen. Yeah. Listen. Because we really don't have we it's really we're just conversation that's it yeah yeah and in today it's you uh, last week was another band and before that was a mechanic and before that was just one of our friends that believes in uh, uh, conspiracy theories and so you know a, a scientist from Keck our boy Leo oh uh, uh, don't forget about the uh, car, terror card reading chola that sings oldies moon chola moon chola so the only chola mukbanger we got fucking yeah. chunky before so you know <laughs> for us. We just like to conversate with people <laughs> that are doing what they want to do, like yourself, yeah. and they're not accepting the box. Yeah, sure. They're not That's accepting the box. They they, they want to they want to blow out. And it's funny because I was talking to my cousin. I want him on the show. He's a Latino. Grew up in Orange County. Went to LA. Started two restaurants. And you know, through ups and downs. And I'm like, that's what our show is. Showing the journey that people have, showing the journey that people are going through, yeah. the ups, the downs, the, the the obstacles that they have to break through and eventually become successful. So the more you show success, people believe in their being success for themselves as well. Right. And, and, but you have to put it out there for people to see it, people to hear it, and people to realize it is possible. It doesn't matter who you are, white, black, Mexican, Asian, dude. You can do it. You just have to believe in yourself. Surround yourself with the people that believe in you, and don't let nothing stop you. But there, you know, you're gonna you're gonna hit the floor. You're gonna cry. You're gonna be happy. You're gonna go through all this shit. But success is there if you really want it. Yeah. And now is a great time for for this kind of stuff, you know, because I feel like so many other things are inter integrating. You know, what I mean, like like food, like that place that oh, opened yeah. down the street. You know. That's a Mexican and fucking J Japanese. What is what is it? The hibachi, hibachi place, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people are putting this together and that together, and it's like, it's cool. And, it was, and with playlists, you know, oh, everyone's yeah. playlist has different shit on it. Yeah. So if they can accept oh. that and accept an artist doing what their playlist does. Sure. Well, I think the hibachi, we've just been cooking in the back forever. So yeah, one guy was finally like, like, you know what, I'm going to do my I'm going to get my own yeah, spot. Yeah. And that's pretty much what it is. Uh, shout out to, uh, I think it's called Mexihana. Yeah. Hell so, yeah. So they have a place here in Long Beach. They just Hell have one in Huntington yeah. Beach. So it's pretty much Benihana's. But, but then they Mexicans, have one of their, yeah, yeah, a little, but a Mexican's cooking it. We got to get the them in here. Benihana's. We got to get them in yeah, here. He's a dope ass guy. Yeah. He, is, he has a good story. Is it highly overpriced with mediocre food? No, they yeah. no. <laughs> It's reasonable. They have That's a $10 makes bowl. A difference. Is it mediocre food or is it fucking like legit? Cuz Benny Hunt. No, no, no. we should have him in here. Yeah, what the fuck is I'm just trying to shit on it before it's even gone. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, no, but see, no, because like Benny Hanna has all this hype but it's mediocre fucking food just with what his is presentation. The show? Yeah, right. It's the show. His presentation. So when we start like hyping up like okay, is it actually Mexican infused? Are we going to go in there and see some fucking chorizo? 
also being flipped around into the fucking show. Then like Chorizo. now he's now you got some fucking Asian Mexican fusion, or is it just like the same shit, just Mexicans now? Benny fucking... Han is like the wax museum. You go once. You can only see you could uh, only see a, a onion volcano so many times, right? Before you're like, uh, I've never been. I've never been. I've never been either. I'm gonna go to Mexihana. Go once. I'm going to Mexihana. You have to go to Benihana's, then Mexihana's. Oh, the compare. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but Mexihana. They so they have a burrito with fried rice, noodles, and like shrimp and steak. So that's I don't know if that's the Mexican part of it. That sounds but yeah, burrito. That looked good to me. Yeah. You know what? You know what I like already. It wasn't called a wrap. Sure. Right. And they call it a burrito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a surf and turf? Because you know when they want to do they want to go, oh, hey, we want, this is a wrap. This is no, a, it's not. It's a That's hibachi, a fucking burrito. It's a hibachi wrap, man. Yeah, it's a hibachi, hibachi burrito. <laughs> but yeah, and that's the freedom that you have now. You know, there's no there's no boundaries. And, you know, you guys you guys have uh, Los Cholos in, in um, Anaheim. They do like a birria pizza, local potato. They do, you know, everyone's just fucking whatever you can come up with, bro. They just... And that's the freedom that you have. And like yourself, too, you know, not having a box because now you don't need a label. I mean, my gritos here and they, you know, with them, because we've had a, quite a few different style bands here. They don't have just one thing. Oh, we only do this. Yeah. And, they, and the freedom that those artists have to be who they are and grow as they are. But even like, you know, YouTube and, and all the social media now, there's really nothing that can, you know, hold you back because you have so many tools. Yeah. So many tools. And once you realize the, the the tools that you have, and then you can see the people that have succeeded before you as well, uh, using those same tools, like, it's up to you, man. It really sure. is up to you. Well, I mean, people either see the tools, the people either see what they have or concentrate on what they don't have. Yeah. That's it. You know, like that. Yeah, it's true, man. But yeah, man, now's a good time to, to be doing what I'm doing. Um, and if I can just get people, you know, I mean, it's always going to sound like me. I'm not yeah. doing like, I'm not trying to sound, if I do a little reggae vibe, I'm not trying to sound, it's like the Clash doing reggae. Yeah. It's still, that's a Clash. It sounds like the Clash, right? It's just going to be me. I'm not, you know, just a little flavor here of the, this and that or whatever, you know, so it's, it's, it's going well, man. Do you play with the same guys all the time, or is it different different bands backing you up? Or no, nah, man, I've, I I was touring so much, you know, across the across the country before COVID, that I would run through guys a lot, mm-hmm. um, because you know they got families and jobs or whatever. So if they couldn't do it, you know, this is my business, this is my life, this is how I make my money. So mm-hmm. if you can't do it, I'm gonna get somebody else. So don't be butthurt, but I gotta yeah. keep rolling. This it's not a band. It's it's. It's you know you're hired guns hired guns yeah. yeah yeah but I had guys run with me for for quite a while and then you know they couldn't do it or whatever so it's it's not easy being out on the road Fuck that's for sure no, man. Man. so these guys drop off but I've always had great players mm-hmm. good guys solid guys I mean, once you're in for so long I mean I'm sure your list of contacts of people who you like to play with yeah. people who are good to hang out with. Is a, a fucking long list, right? And now I have a, a bigger a pool of people that I can pull from if if somebody else can't make it. Right? Oh, fuck that guy went out with me in you know 2012. I'm gonna call him up. Hey, what's up? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I run through guys, and there's a there's a. You guys ever heard of the Three Bad Jacks? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I remember back in the day, way back in the day, Elvis would run through these guys yeah. all the time. They always got different bass player. Always got different. What the hell? Now I know. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is like, he's getting a van, tour across the country. He, he was doing overseas too. And now I know. 
why he ran through so many fools, you know. Uh, I got three bad jacks, man. I haven't seen them in a long yeah, time. I, heard yeah, I used to love game. to go see three bad jacks, yeah. man. The Rockets, the same thing with Tony, good friend of the show, but that motherfucker's always on the road, and yeah. the, the, whoever he gets to fucking play with him is the Rockets. So the Rockets, yeah. That, he just, he goes through motherfuckers like crazy. I'm sure he's always fucking playing somewhere, so. He's still playing? Yeah. Oh, my God. We just, uh, we had to sit down with him, I think, uh, a couple months back, so. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, we've he's, done he's, shows with him back in the day. Yeah, he he still lives here. He lives in fuck somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Well, okay. Somewhere close well, by. This was somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, like Inglewood. Like, yeah, 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 that way somewhere. L A County base for sure. Yeah. So. But yeah. That's what uh, looked like you were pointing. Yeah, 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 County. yeah that, that way. Yeah, L A right. County. You know, Central. Uh, speaking of the Rockets, you know, because I was in this band at the time when we were playing a lot of um, with a lot of uh, Roots and Rockabilly and punk rock bands. I was in a band called the Bastard Winos, and the Ro- the Rockets were one of the bands that we played from time to time with. And I learned that they were getting uh, X amount of dollars for a show that we were all on, and uh, we weren't getting the same money for whatever reason. Doesn't matter, but. That's when I started learning, like, okay, if they can get, you know, this much money, then I should be start, you know, working my business side. Yeah. Sure. And I learned from bands like that just by observing and listening and booking the shows how to do the business side of it and be like, hey, well, we need this much or we'll do this, we'll do that, you know. So that's really cool. But they were one of the first bands, um, them and Hellbound Eddie. There's a cat named Hellbound Eddie. And, uh yeah. It was really cool to, to kind of come across these bands that were already in the business side of it. And I had always pl- played music and, and done that, but I was never like, this is what I need for you to, sure. you know, for our, to bring these fools out here and play. So that was And I think that's something that people don't see, like new bands or, or, or bands that are coming up. Like, oh, there's another side to this shit Absolutely. that you need to learn. For you to become successful enough and earn enough to do this as a living. The important yeah. side. Yeah. The most important <laughs> side. I mean, what it is, is like you got to put in the grind. You got to put in the work. Because as promoters, we're only going to book bands that if we have return on the investment. So when we look at bands to book, they got to be able to sell that amount of tickets. So yeah. it's you got to do the homework. If bands can't draw, what the fuck we want to do? Why we want to waste money if they're not going to return bring the ticket buyers? Put ass in seats. T- Take down names and kick down doors or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I fucked that one all up, Johnny. All right, man. I, I, was, I was I was looking that at you train, for help. Like, it was like oh, <laughs> trying to shift into bottom the gear. Track, so I was gonna let you go. I that was, was a derailed. See. That that that, yeah. that truck was going down. That fucking. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not yeah. helping this fool. Nope. At all. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. Do you uh, have you played with bands uh, as like compilation? Been on to other other artists' music or? Uh, have I played on their albums? Yeah, like, you know, special uh, guests on anybody's stuff? or No, I've never done that. But, uh... Do you look for... Do you, I mean, is that something that you look to do? No, maybe you had no? No. no you okay. done it or, have people, or have people on yours? I have people on mine. Okay. And that's, uh, now on this latest single... Mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> on this latest single, uh, that's out on Magrito Records, Magrito Industries, um... I got uh, I got David Hidalgo from Los Lobos to play guitar, oh, nice. and John Doe of X to play bass. Ooh. So, you know that's kind of where where my head goes. I'm like, why can't I get, you know, this sure. person to play on it? Yeah. What I'm, I'm going to at least ask. When we played, uh, we were we were doing a record in uh, at Sun Records in Memphis, 
And uh, I'm like, I'm going to see if I can get Jerry Lee Lewis to come out and play. I know he's like 80-something years old, but it's the killer. I'm going to see if he can come out and play. And I hit him up, and, of course, I got no response. But that's the way you got to think. That's right. right. I'm just going to hit him up. Swing, man. So, yeah. Swing. Yeah. Because so, what if he would have said yes? Right. Then you're like, wow, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. But I got I got Los Lobos and members of X on my on my new single, so I'm like really happy, you know. Yeah, and those yeah. guys have a lot of different projects, you know, like yeah. Super, Los Super Seven, the Land Playboys, and I mean they they they're doing it, man. Yeah, I seen them uh, quite a few years ago at um, Stagecoach. Yeah, you know, and and when I first heard they were on there, I was like, Los Lobos on Stagecoach? Does it even fucking fit? But they, dude, they had a crowd. And that, they were fucking pumping, bro. See, that's the thing when we're talking about music. It's like, at some point, like, I mean, ZZ Top was on Stagecoach, too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's but like... But see, ZZ Top, you can... And I hate to say it this way, but ZZ Top, you see, because they're white guys, so you think they're, oh, they'll fit. Yeah. And when you think those Lobos, you think more East L.A., rock, yeah. more like, oh, are they going to fit in the country? Because for so long, it was that divide. Yeah. Country's this, everyone else is that, but... Because the artists like you, because the artists like them, they've broken those walls down. We're like, hey, we're country, but we're gonna fucking we're not country, but we're gonna be here and we're gonna rock you guys so fucking hard that you're gonna love it. And it was fucking badass. And it's, at the end of the day, it's good music. Yeah, and, and, right. and you can't deny good music when you see it and you hear it. So, because good gonna music's gonna over. make you move regardless, even if yeah. you don't want to. You're like, like I fuck fucking hate this shit. Fuck you're these like, dudes. And Ten minutes later, you're like, ah, yeah. yeah. Or some, you know, some girls, you know, dancing. You're like, oh, you're not gonna dance with her? Like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, you're gonna get God. If it's good, it's gonna get you. Mm -hmm. Well, we got good music queued up right here. We have that brand new track. Won't be satisfied. Let's, uh, let's check that out right here. What's close? <laughs> I'll make you mine
make you mine. I won't be satisfied until I make you mine. I won't be satisfied until I make you mine. Woo! Rock and roll. Hell Very yeah. rock and roll. Yeah. Um, really quick, obviously this is what you're doing now. This is, sounds like what you wanted to do. How did you get caught up with the actual, the bluesy stuff and and seemed like you kind of got stuck there for a little while? Yeah. A little too long maybe? Well, I mean, that's, I think at, at the core, that's that's my foundation. Okay. You know, that's kind of yeah, I was like, it sounds like you're still playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they're always the blues and rock and roll and soul music, you know, that old school rock and roll, blues and soul are always going to be my uh, foundation. Foundation. Yeah. But, now, what I'm excited about is that last time when we had Maria Sanchez here, you. she talked about a song that she's working with Harless mm. that is not that type of song. It's, it's going to be something completely different. It's going to be a fucking summer jam type of song. Hell yeah. So I'm excited about it. You always yeah. need a good summer jam, dude. That one summer jam that like, every kind of Anthem, silent. Bring out the cellas. Dude, you need one yeah. of those. And, yeah. and we got to say what's up to Maria Sanchez. She's in the chat. What's what? going on? What's up, Maria? We had, a, we had a really good show with her. And then Ron as well. What's up? He loves you, Oscar. Ron, <laughs> Not in that way, though, fellas. Not I don't know. Yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. love, love is love. What do you mean? Yeah. What way? Oh, that's why I got real hot. I got to take off the jacket, bro. <laughs> Ron, he has something for you, too. Some heat. <laughs> Are you performing anywhere soon? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, I'm gonna be at Alex's Bar in Long Beach. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be there on uh, April 13th. And then I'm, I'm going to be at the the Mint in Los Angeles on uh, April, 20, uh, April, t- April 13th at Alex's, April 27th at the Mint in Los Angeles. And then uh, I got Oceanside. At a place called the Poor House um, on May 12th, and then I uh, got a festival out in uh, Arizona uh, in June. And just keep adding dates, you know. And when Johnny said about the, the you sound like the blues, or Mario said something like that, I think it was because, like, when you're growing up and you see those blues players, they're so fucking cool, you know, making that shit sound crazy. Yeah, so you're like, oh, I want to do that. And once you get that, then, like you said, it's your foundation. Yeah. And then you just grow, you know, from there. But that's always, for me, I've always wanted to be a musician. Um, but I always saw, like, I, I went to go see B.B. King before he passed away. And just seeing him play, dude, you're just like, God damn. I took a couple friends of mine. Uh, my cousin worked at the Grove in Anaheim, and she gave me some tickets. We had, like, second row. And one of the guys was crying. He was a guitar player, and it hit him that hard. And I was like, holy shit, you know? But uh, yeah, it was dope, man. It was fucking real. And then we saw those Lobos there too. And they, they oh, really? wow, man, they got down, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. Music's fucking so awesome, dude. Like fuck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every well, time we have a music, every time we have a musician here, even someone from Magrito, whether it's earringers or fucking whoever, it, you know, and I always say them because to me they, to me when I heard those kids, man, I was like, fuck, these guys are fucking on it, you know? Uh, everyone that we brought in here, every single one of you guys that we brought in here. Has all just I I walk out of here going like fuck yeah there's there's the future of music is fucking awesome yeah yeah I mean it goes to uh, kind of go back to what something you said earlier tonight I mean as far as like when you know when I hit that first kind of uh, aha moment with it it was a Chuck Berry record and um, and that was I mean I had loved music before that mm-hmm. and just like boom 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 but that album was like one of those like punchy in the face ones. And I was like, damn, oh my God, that was the moment. Like, I always loved music, but when I listened to that album and saw the photo and the inside the album cover, mm-hmm. 
that was the moment I was like, okay, I want to be that guy. Yeah. Whatever that guy is, I want to <laughs> do that. You know, and so that's when I started. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna start learning to play guitar. I'm gonna learn to sing, write songs. But uh, what you said something earlier about like um, to the point of like where music you you go you that record led me to uh, other versions of his songs. Sure. And then, who, okay, who's that? Oh, the Beatles did that. Oh, then, and that leads you backwards and forwards. It, le- it had me, sent me back to the blues. Oh, what's, what's that? Oh, if you like Chuck Berry, you got to listen to Muddy Waters or Howlin' Wolf. Yeah. And if you like them, then the Rolling Stones and boom, boom, boom. And it just sends you in all these directions. And then I wasn't even like, I was already immersed in music. And then my brother was into punk. And when that shit hit me, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? My stepbrother, but yeah, I went through his record collection. And I was like, holy shit. What is it? It's like, like you said about the ra- the record covers and the yeah. sleeves and stuff. Yeah. I'd never seen shit like that. Crass, GBH, The Exploited, all these bands that he had. I was like, what? And then he goes, you want to hear it? He's like, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Four changes I had never even thought of. I was like, holy shit. So that was really cool. But to your point, like, if you listen to one thing, you're bound to start finding other, like the tree. If you're curious, yeah. If you're you're curious, like, it's all there. Yeah. It's all there. Yeah. Yeah. So. And backwards and forwards is such a good way to look at it too, because it all it all does it. All, it said whatever it is, it sends you in both directions. Yeah, if you're open to it. Yeah. You know? So I'll, I'll always I can't get away from the blues. I'll always have that sound in, in me. That's that's my who I am. That's where I come from. But um, I'll always try to incorporate other things as I feel it. You know. But yeah, and and the blues got a little stale after a while because I was doing it for so long and just got it. The audience is. Um, the audience for the blues is the audience for the blues, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to expand more than that. I didn't see myself as just playing, playing to these one crowd, you know. Yeah. Do you so. still incorporate some of those songs in your show? Yeah, yeah, but I do them in it with, a, with a lot more aggression and just do it my my own way. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's just uh, yeah, I still do uh, some Muddy Waters tunes, and you know, I'm a blues player. So it's almost like when people hear me do something else, they're like, "What? Mm-hmm. What are you doing?" You know, Playing well, the blues. Yeah, it's it's blues, but but the you know it sounds like the Sex Pistols or whatever, you know, something like that. So I try to incorporate everything that I'm feeling and just do it, and not think about it. Just throw it out there, see yeah. what, what sticks. Now, do you have crazy album covers? Do you do the artwork? Do you get people to do it? You know, it's. You guys know it's not like it was back in our day, you know, nor back in the day, you know. It's, in my opinion, anyways. I mean, um, no one really is reading the liner notes or the lyrics or looking at the covers as as much. But um, so I don't spend too much time on it. Mm-hmm. I, I I just make them up myself. And if it it is up to me, but if I if I if if I did what I wanted to do and not trying to grab people's attention, I would just have blank. Covers with just the song title and my name. And no pictures. With a blue stripe, like beer, which is the blue exactly. <laughs> vodka, you know. Um, that's my because it's all about the music. But yeah. um, you know, I'm trying to trying to grow, so I'm trying to make at least somewhat cool or interesting. Um, you know, covers. it's a bummer because I don't know what it is now. Because before 
It was like album covers. And then it was album covers and music videos that could like give you an idea of like the aesthetic of what this band is, you know, or who this singer is. And I don't know what that what that vehicle is now to where you can I mean, I guess social media. YouTube? Yeah, where you find out like what these fools are about. You know? TikTok. I guess. Like, that's a bummer. Because it's just such a... I mean, I, it's a Look, ball, man, but, the attention but, span has changed. With TikTok true. now ruining everyone's fucking brain, it, if you don't grab someone's attention in three seconds, I saw cover, because eh, I'm just about to fucking scroll through your shit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there it is different. I mean, for all the oldies that do like to buy fucking music and hold it in your hand uh i just picked up a fucking 45 today and just came in the fucking mail i will say that it is different you can't you can go to record stores that are highly overpriced or you want to save some money and go the conglomerate fucking amazon route and you know so everything changes nothing stays the same for the first time since cds were invented vinyl just outsold cds again last year but that's what i was gonna like say that, like, you know you like, got guys like like oscar here with my grito that are bringing back that the vinyl the physical music yeah, and then you have album covers like maria was here la- the last time when she was here she was talking about how she went and did the c- cover the way she wanted yeah so i think guys like yourself your 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 record Part of that resurgence it's like you're bringing it back and, and the artist getting the chance to to be creative in that way as well yeah because i think for i mean for me since i was a fucking teenager collecting vinyl was this fucking shit granted eight yeah. tracks were out there tapes uh, eventually CDs, but for me, as a as a collector of vinyls at su- such a young age, where th- whether I'm going to the record store, a thrift store, the swap meet, they're fucking out there. But it wasn't necessarily only about the band. It was, the, for me, it was the art. It was opening up the vinyl, taking a look at the inserts, taking a look at all the all the work that was put into it. And for for the longest fucking time, besides music posters. I had vinyl hanging on my wall. Sure. Because uh, not the actual record, but the cover, because that mm. in itself told a story. Um, nowadays, I mean, uh, there are some artists that get very creative with mm. with with uh, with the uh, the art for for the actual for the LP or for the single or for the forty five, whatever it may be. Um, but the music is very important. Um, it needs to sound great. It sure, needs to create that good ass yeah. vibe. But I love the fact that we are doing vinyl. As a matter of fact, if you guys are okay with it, I did bring a little gift for uh, for the studio, for Pig Studios. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to reach into my backpack. No, I don't have a gun. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to That was a good man first thought. But since we're talking about vinyl, I did bring some vinyl for you guys to have. I see your awesome collection that you have over there. Yeah. Last time, Maria hooked it up with her 45. Ooh. What I have here is oh, some of the vinyl shit. that we have Hell on my yeah. Uh-oh. So we do have El Romantico Adrian Carmine. A, a, a guest. A guest Who we have. a guest. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of alumni. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Running through the roster. So we have that. For a little bit of rock and roll, we do have 3LH. They did a fucking good job. Uh, great fucking album. If you don't have this, definitely pick it up. It's about a uh, super cool album cover. We have the Paranoia's Greatest Hits. Hell yeah. This, they're also a multi-alumni, not only on West Coast <laughs> Pop Lock Podcast, but also on Pigs Radio, which, by the way, I, I'm plugging it in right now. Yeah. Uh, we do have a show. My Grito does have a show at one of our venues that we do go to, Border X. Border X. Here Brewery. in the city of Bell. We're going to have our boys, Paranoia's, Professor Galactico, and Bernard, I do see you on the chat. What's up, homie? And bad hombres are going to be on there. What's up, bad hombres? So if you if you guys have been to a Maguito Fest before, um, please come back. 
there's been a lot of changes that have been done at border x from past experience we've worked out the audio uh there's a lot more uh the lines with beer with the amazing beer that they have there uh they have a lot more point stations so it's going to be a lot quicker april 1st on uh april fools you can come down Saturday. and check out a fucking good show so it's going to be the same sound Big lines. He's fooling no. you. <laughs> no. April Fools. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, you get no, away, for real. You get away real. with whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we have our boys, Las Calacas. And they themselves, they also have a very trippy uh, cover that I really Hell like. Yeah. So we have this vinyl. We do have the Maria vinyl as well, the 45. Um, all of these are available, of course, on MyGrito.net. But I wanted to bring, these, bring this to you guys Hell as yeah. a thank you for uh, everything that you guys have been doing for us. And we've so had we every single one of those... No, 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 not we, no, one of them we didn't have. Right? Cool. We appreciate you. Chakalakas we did live oh, at no, the yeah, Border yeah, X. Yeah, yeah, We got everybody I, on here, right? Carmen, it would have been Carmen, great if they would have yeah. been signed by all the Migrito bands. But I mean, oh, we'll, we'll, we're going to have to come back. We're, we're going to have to have them come back yeah, in for a second round. Mario always got, got can't ever let just anything be okay no. for one second. Because I'm extra. That's what happens here. We're extra. That's you. Don't say us. Everything is extra. <laughs> My, he likes that signatures. He likes the signature. Sure, he loves that. Yeah, that tells the fucking story, he man. That's, 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 that's uh, we pour into whatever our passions are, and we want to write out every single fucking memory with photos, with videos, with whatever. So absolutely. I would have never thought signature. So you're absolutely right. It is him. I would have, if, if you, we could have sat here for three hours, and it would have never come across my mind. Hey, what the fuck? No one's uh, signed these albums. Like, <laughs> and that was Mario. And that was Mario's fucking yeah. first thought. Like, I don't see any black uh, marker on any of those. But albums. you want to know something? I think as an artist, you would enjoy signing something that you sure. created. You know what I'm saying? Leaving yeah. your mark and saying, "Hey, you know, you know, nice meeting you, Mario. Keep rocking." Sure, your signature. Well, because even now. There's not a lot of things for you. I mean, you want to sign an autograph on a piece of paper, whatever. But that's like, because there's no, even DVDs. There's no DVDs anymore. Yeah. Like, that, like this is one of the only vehicles where you get an artist signature, like on your shit. Yeah. Like, and wrestling figures. Yeah, totally. So, <laughs> and then get totally. cut so out it's of like Mario. It's like Mario's two things, wrestling yeah. figures and vinyl. Like, collecting signatures. I, you know what? I got a bunch of shit in there. Signed CDs and everything. But I mean, <laughs> vinyl to me, like, I, I used to have vinyl on the wall as well. I have the shit framed. It looks beautiful when it's up. It looks like a piece of art. Yeah. And it doubles for music. And there's fucking lyrics. There's so much things that you can get in the side of fucking, in an album, which is fucking incredible. Just about picked up my new Depeche Mode one. Fucking clear oh, vinyl off of Amazon. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Shit's well, coming out. Well, and, 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 and I think I do have to admit, I, or, or at least say that, I think Carlos is being a little bit modest with the art. If, if you go to Spotify and you look up Harless Sweetwater and you take a look at all the different stuff that he's had over the years, he has some very creative fucking uh, album covers. It, it's not only the album covers, but the fucking music speaks for, speaks for itself. So for all your listeners, I'm going to encourage you to please go to fucking Spotify, type up Harley Sweetwater, check out the music, and I think you're really going to you're going to find a sound that um, is going to it, it's really going to amp you up. It's going to excite you. It's it's uh, it's the Harley Sweetwater sound, and it's uh, it's continuing to evolve like he's been talking about it. I mean, it's it's just him. Are you bringing out a, a vinyl or no? Well, you know, I mean. We were talking about it earlier, and I was like, ah, I don't want to do vinyl. It's it, it's a it's a small like, the profit margin. You know, the margins on it are it's very small. Mm -hmm. But as we're sitting here talking about it, I, I, I remembered, man, thinking back to, to to myself as a kid, 
and how I was looking at album covers and being like, I'm gonna have one of these one one day. This is gonna be my album one day. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I remember when CDs came out, and I was like, well, fuck. Sure. You know, <laughs> shit. You know, and, and then CDs went away. I was like, oh, fuck, whatever. But now that it's coming back, um, I don't know, maybe I would, could just for, for myself. Sure. And, and fuck the money, fuck the profits, or the margins, or the business, whatever. Oscar, cover your ears. He's not talking but, about you. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, I when I was traveling a lot and being on the road a lot, I sold a lot of CDs because mm -hmm. that blues crowd was still buying CDs. So I was stoked because I sold out of all my like CD boxes and boxes of CDs and I had to order a second round. And I sold through most of them, but there's still like three boxes that have been sitting in my garage for four fucking years. And that's probably what's going to happen <laughs> with the vinyl. But um, No, nah, you do a vinyl with the shirt Packages. Very well, limited. You, we were talking about that in the car. <laughs> hey, very limited shirt vinyl with your artwork on the shirt, yeah. with your artwork on the vinyl, and they'll sell out, bro. Yeah, like a bundle or something. Yeah, like, just yeah. one thing, and, and this is it. I only got 50. I only got 100. Whatever it is. Yeah. You know, make sure you do 3X. But they out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, I, I think I'm, I'm leaning towards it. I'm leaning towards it. Uh, Wiretap Records said they'll buy an uh, album. So there you go. See, you you got people up, asking Rob? for it. And, and you know what? And, and I mentioned it during Maria's show uh, or with her interview. A um, couple times, Maria, Harless, and I in my garage just fucking drinking and uh, oh. having a lot of fun. Um, Maria just pointed out probably one of my favorite songs that when I first started really diving into Harless's music, um, I fell in love with this track, 3.30 in the morning. If you want to get all pedal, you know, take out a cello and just really think about uh, heartbreak and stuff like that. Check out that track. That's a fucking killer. Hell yeah. yeah. That's an old soul. I went what, to like, that towards the old soul that. music vibe on that yeah. song. But yeah. And that one, the track we got coming out with me and me and uh, Maria, we, it's a, it's got this, it's going to be a cool, it's like you said, summer groove, man. It's, yeah. it's got this like sway to it, you know, it's going to be cool. I think you guys are going to dig it, man. Hell yeah. That's what, that's what we need. Every, like I said, every summer needs that jam, bro. The one that everyone's always playing, that you're bumping in your low rider, that you're bumping at the pad, you know, whatever it may be. That's it right there for sure. I'm looking forward to see see what see what comes up. But yeah, man, you gotta get that vinyl with that limited shirt, bro. I'm telling you. Stack on wax. Yeah. I had thought about it before, uh, a couple of years ago. I was, you know, um, I thought I thought about that. Mm -hmm. Doing because I have all these songs that I I haven't finished. Finished mixing or mm -hmm. finished recording, but they're parts, you know, I'm like, I'd like to do get all these out. Yeah. On one album, just everything I have, just sitting there, finish it, putting it out, and doing just what you said. And um, I thought, well, maybe do it like a bundle, a, a, a trucker hat, uh, a shirt, and a, a CD. Because, Fuck. again, a lot of those old blues uh, audience that I have will buy the CDs. So but do two bundles. Do the old, do the yeah. CD one, and then do the new vinyl with the new stuff you have. Yeah, yeah, that's Double. a good idea, man. Because yeah. then the people that like your stuff now, oh well, well what's this? This is the old school shit. Get this. You know what? Let me grab both bundles. Yeah. You know, you yeah. do. You know, each. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Each one is fifty bucks, hundred bucks, whatever. But if you get both of them, <laughs> free shipping. <laughs> <You know what laughs> <I mean? laughs> 
Do a small, you, you do a small run of vinyl, then uh, do maybe like 500, do half, uh, 250 in black, and then do some scutter, uh, some colored and spat, splattered fucking designs on there, and yeah. that'd be legit. My yeah, favorite cool. YouTube videos, watching records get pressed. Like, yes. Oh, man, yes. That is the best. With the colors in it, they smash them in there. Oh. Is that like what they call like an ASMR or something like that? Yeah, I like, like seeing it. Sure. Yeah. That, the <laughs> The other one that I like watching oh, is like, um, I don't know what, it's silicone. So they roll silicone and then to color it, you have to put, like they put this dye and then they smash it all together and then it slowly becomes the color. Oh, mm. they have to put it in this machine that's over and over. I watch those. That's crazy. <laughs> Love those. <laughs> how it's made. Yeah, Love it's basically shit. what it yeah. is. I had this ex-girlfriend. And and uh, Melissa, she used to make like uh, movie prop guts and hearts, and and she would put silicone all across the table, and then just get paper towels and roll it, and then shape it, and I would just sit there and watch. She's like, get over here, help me, and making them for like these crazy like uh, slasher uh, photo shoots and stuff. Yeah, it was so really cool. Guts. Yeah, it was really cool <laughs> to see how how that came about, man. Yeah, it was that's really cool. Thanks, Melissa. Yeah, that's a trip, man. <laughs> Watching those videos, I've seen that when they when they're printing them and uh, and putting them into the sleeves. Yeah, like, dude, I bet that shit's warm right now. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. I bet that paper's so warm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, man. So once again, where can we find you? Yeah, my main my main place is like uh, Instagram at Heartless Sweetwater, uh, Spotify at Heartless Sweetwater. My music's everywhere, you know, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, Shazam, all that shit. Um, Heartless Sweetwater dot uh, Heartless Sweetwater Now dot com is the the website. But yeah, if you just type my name in, in Google, it brings all that shit up, man. And where will you be performing? I know Alex's Bar on the 13th of April. Yeah, Alex's Bar on the 13th of April, and then... Um, Which the... is a totally fucking dope-ass spot. Yeah. 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 I love that spot, man. I um, love their Slee Stack that they have. Oh, uh, the... Yeah. I had... My friend got... Because I had mentioned it, and my friend got me uh, uh, one made exactly like that. It, it, that's the... Uh, the, the, the... Uh, velvet painting, right? The velvet painting. Yeah. At least I have one at my house. Oh, you got I, one? My friend, I said something about it, and I got it as like, a housewarming. Yeah, as oh. a housewarming gift. Boom. That's I was awesome. like, holy, that's fucking one of the best gifts of a friend <laughs> that is no longer my friend. Yeah. But thank you. Uh, Glad you got a good one on yeah. the way out. Yeah, I, got I still love you. Do people still know what a, like a sleeve stack is? Nah, land that's of lost. Nah. I know. I mean, we yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do. But yeah, no. When you go to Alex's bar, you'll see. It. I know they were always trying to steal that Elvis. That was a thing. Yeah. That's a dope one. Try to steal their, that Elvis uh, velvet. But uh, yeah. yeah, I was like, damn, and I got it. So that was cool. But you're playing that Alex's bar on the 13th, and yeah. don't steal the Slee Stack or the Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> and where else are we going to be? Uh, April 27th at the Mint yeah. in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And then uh, May 12th at the Poor House in uh, Oceanside. And then uh, out there in Arizona, uh, in Alpine, Arizona for uh, a Blues festival. Fest. June 17th. Yeah, June 17th. Did you hit them all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, it's, it's, not it's, only that, he's also verified on oh, Instagram. Oh, she got that blue check. That's right. Get I got it. that on, we were, we were at the bowling alley on New Year's Eve. And I checked my uh, I checked my Instagram and I was like, "Oh, they gave it to me! Ha! <laughs> I'm somebody now." You, you, guys you, remember, the ball. you guys remember? You guys, you seen the movie The Jerk? 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. Remember when, when he, he gets, gets in the phone book? When he gets the phone book and <laughs> finds his name in the phone book, he's like, things are going to start happening for me now. That's how I felt. That's exactly how I felt. And things are definitely going to start happening for you, man. They've been Thanks, happening. You sound amazing. Everyone we've had in here from My Grito has been amazing. Uh, nothing but success to not only the label, but to every single artist that we've had in here. Thank you for coming out. And we're going to continue to bring artists in here. You guys all sound amazing. And don't re and remember, every Tuesday night... Except for West next Coast. week will be Monday. Hey, thank you, Johnny. <laughs> thank you. And we'll be 123 next week. Yeah. <laughs> we're on it, guys. See, we're already better this week already. Hey, and next week we'll be talking about fucking chingasos, fucking Wrestling. clothing. Oh, that too, but a lot yeah. of wrestling. Oh, yeah, it's WrestleMania week. Oh, that, 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 that's yeah. crazy. Well, thank you very much for coming yeah. out. Oscar, thank you for being here. Thank it's you, It's the guys. West Coast Pavlov Podcast. That's us. We out. Goodbye. Bye. The number one live show in the world, West Coast Potluck Podcast. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up.